Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Insight Triple O. My name is Andrea, and it is such a pleasure to be with you all again. So today, I'm just going to hop right into this episode. And what I wanted to share with you all is the purpose of of the importance of believing God and believing that he has you and that he's going to take care of you and you are in his hands. He sees you and he knows you and he knows exactly what you need. And I'm going to share, I'm going to touch on that today. So God, we thank you for this day. I thank you for all of my listeners. I thank you, Lord God, that you are meeting the need of everyone who's listening. Those are those that are near and those that are far. I thank you, Lord God, that after this, we will all know and be affirmed that you are with us, that you care for us, that you see us, and that you know exactly what we need, and you have already met that need. So today, again, Father, we just thank you. We love you, and we appreciate you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So yeah, you guys, I just came across something so sweet and so beautiful that I said, you know what? I'm going to touch on this today because I feel, you know, it's important and it's necessary that we all know this. So I was reading in the book of Mark chapter 16. And when it says it's talking about the resurrection of Christ. So, and I'll just start there. So it says now when, now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. They're talking about Jesus anointing his because this was after his burial. It says very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb where the sun had risen and they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away for it was very large. And I want you guys to remember me saying that part. I'm going to come back to it in a minute. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he has said to you, as he said to you. So what I wanted to touch on was this. All right. You know how some things just hit us, you know, all at one time, sometimes in life or one by one. And you're thinking like, man, you know. What am I going to do now? You know that it's possible or you know that God is going to come through for you. You pray, you know, or you ask around and you just believe. But sometimes it feels like, wait a minute, you know, I've done all of this. And why does it feel like nothing is happening or nothing is moving? Oh, nothing is moving. I'm going to tell you why. It says here, it was just a thought of theirs. These women prepared. They took what they knew to do and they were preparing to go visit a tomb, which they thought a dead body was going to be in there. Now, how many times or how many of you out there, that sounds so relatable. It's like we're looking at situations that seem like it's dead or is impossible, but but we're preparing to take care of those situations. You know, it looks like it's over, but you know, I'm still going to step out there and try So this is what I wanted. This is what reached out and grabbed me. And I said, wow, 
this would be a great, you know, topic to talk about. It says that when they were on their way there early, very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen and they had said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away for it was very large. Do you guys, did you guys hear what I just heard <laughs> or, or hear what I read when I read it? These women were just thinking about how it was going to be rolled away. And when they looked up, it had already been taken care of. This really, like this truly, like, oh my gosh, man, this is so powerful because sometimes this is where our frustration lies. We're applying to the issue, the problem, or the challenge. We're applying the pressure. You know, okay, I got to meet this deadline. I got to meet this goal, or this needs to be taken care of. I need this for my child. I need this for my wife. I need this for my husband. I need this for my home. Do you all hear what just happened? These women were just thinking about the stone being rolled away. But when they looked up, it had already been taken care of. Jesus, God didn't even give them a chance to even use what they had in their hands or whatever they was going to do. They looked up and it had already been rolled away. This is why it's so important. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, as a man think of, so is, so is he. This moment is proof that that scripture is very real and is very much is so powerful because they were just thinking, how am I going to get this done? And it says, and, and it was very large. There was no way that, you know what it was? They were thinking of people. They said, who are we going to help? But see, God is spirit. He had already taken care of it. So what this also showed me and taught me that when we're bringing our situation, well, no, when we're bringing ourselves into a situation that have to handle it, these women were told, you seek Jesus of Nazareth. He is not here. He is risen. Do you know when they looked up and realized that the stone had been rolled away? Whatever they came there for, he took it with him. Whatever they came to do to make things right, to revive a situation or to anoint him, he took that with him. And that's what I want to encourage you all. Jesus, when he rose again, Everything that you can think of, everything that you need, he took it with him. He said that when they looked up, this is why we have to look. There's another scripture in the word of God that says we look into the hills, you know, from we look unto Jesus for our help. That's where our help comes from because they were wondering who are we going to find, like somebody physically strong or whatever. But when Jesus rose, the Bible says this is telling us, it said he is risen like he told you that he was going to do. So and then afterwards, it tells us that they even went inside the tomb. They still went in there after they saw the impossibility that they were thinking about. Listen to this. God didn't even give them a chance to use what they thought they needed to get this thing rolled away. It had already been done. So I found that to be so powerful and we could use this. This is very effective and it's still proof now. It's like, don't look around, like look up. And I feel like when you look up, it comes, it, it comes across as like, 
it may give you the imagery of you're just looking up in the sky and you're just constantly walking around praying 24-7. And I believe, no, it says your answer, the things that you're looking for, Jesus has them. He has them. He has them. He took them with him. So it's like he left us with no choice but to look to him because if they came there to revive a dead thing, that means when things don't look, when things look dead, that means he's the only one that could like, you know, bring those things alive because he is alive. So moving, um, going on into the next part that I wanted to shed light on, it also says, right. And okay. So when they told them, it says, you seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is gone before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. That's another thing. When you're seeking Jesus, as you seek Jesus, know that he has already gone ahead of you. It's like the world teaches, teaches us and sometimes uh, tradition teaches us when you're seeking God, you're going after him to get something. No, when you're seeking God, he's already ahead of you. He's already gone before you. So we're supposed to speak of the here and now, not what we're going to get. See, these women, they were going here to get something or think that they were going to accomplish something. But the scripture is telling us if you're seeking Jesus, he's already went ahead of you. He's already went ahead of us and taking care of everything. This is why it says he is not here. He is risen above what's on your mind, above what you're thinking of, above what you're preparing to do, trying to straighten out a situation. So I'm going to go on to the next one. So it says, so they went out quickly and fled from the tomb for they trembled and were amazed and they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. Now I'm reading this right out of the Bible. So this is not nothing that I'm making up. It's Mark chapter 16. So when it gets to verse nine, it says, now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary, to, to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him. Listen to that, y'all. To those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. So I'm going to stop right here again. This has now become personal. When you're believing God for something, it doesn't matter what everybody else is believing. You got to know that Jesus is risen, that he is alive and your situations went up with him and he has gone ahead of you. Now, this should tell us and this should teach us as as in 2022, expect, don't expect everyone to believe what you believe or to receive what you have seen or to agree with you concerning what you have heard. Because this, this is very sad. It says the message was sent to those that had been with him. And guess what? They still didn't believe. She believed and that was enough. And that's the thing. You cannot go off of what other people tell you. You have to seek out the Bible for yourself. You cannot just go what a preacher tells you. You have to seek God for yourself. So when you come back into a congregation or the house of God, because we are the church, when you come back into the congregation or to the house of God, it will affirm what you've already heard and what you've already, like what's already been written. So that's very 
That's very eye-opening that the message that was given to go tell the disciples, Mandra says that they were with him, but they still didn't believe her. This is why a walk with God or, or um, knowing what you know is personal. You can't wait for people to get what you get or know what you know or believe what you believe because that'll mess you up. So, and that would have messed me up. You know, I'm going to tell someone a message from the savior, from a risen savior. And he's telling me to go tell them that we're with him and they still didn't believe her. So this also tells me and should tell us that you're supposed to live from the resurrect, from a resurrected point of view, not from the old way, from the new way, from where Jesus is now, which is alive. You know, like Jesus is alive. You got to live from there. So after that, it says in verse 13, verse 12, after that, he appeared in another way. This is so good to two of them. And they walked and went into the country and they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. This is really getting, this is now, this is, this is really getting crazy. This is what made me sit up and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so real. And I'm like, wow, he came in another form. He came in another way and they didn't believe him either. So it's like, Jesus is like, okay, I'm going to try this one more time. I'm going to give you like the benefit of the doubt that didn't work either. So it says later he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. So this is a challenge. This is a problem in, in as far as the house of God. You have some people that believe and then you have some people that don't believe from the place of a risen savior. Listen to this next part if you don't believe what I'm saying right now. And it, these, are, these letters are in red. It says, and he said to them, this is Jesus talking. Now it's in red. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Yeah, there's so much weight in these words because after, even after Jesus rebuked them for their unbelief, he still told them to go and preach. But here's the thing. You can follow a commandment and still not be living by the supernatural standards of a risen, of the risen savior. Because it, after he rebuked them, he told them to go out and preach. He said, but if you don't believe you're going to be condemned, this is why people feel condemned because they don't believe like you when I, when I say this is why people feel condemned when the word is being preached if you don't know that Jesus is alive you're just going to think you have all of these problems and God doesn't see you God doesn't hear you and God doesn't know you again he said that they they were told that Jesus is risen when they the moment that they thought 
about how the situation was going to be handled. He had already taken care of it before they even got to the tomb. So this is also telling us too, you can feel and you can be condemned in your heart and in your feeling only when you don't know what has already been established for you. This is why he said, you're only going to feel condemned if you don't believe. When you believe that Jesus has wrote, you know, has risen, you won't feel bad all the time. You won't go through all these challenges. And if you do, you're going to address them as if they were already taken care of. So it also says, and these signs will follow them who believe. Now, this tells you, you can preach, but what should accompany you are the signs of a resurrected savior. You're not supposed to be out here feeling alone or doing things alone in your own strength. This is why he rose from the dead. It's like his power is supposed to be present with us. We're not supposed to feel, we're never supposed to feel like we're absent of God's power, absent of God's love, or absent, especially absent of his understanding. And that know that God sees us. So you can, Jesus is commanding all to preach, but he said the signs and the wonders are going to follow those that believe which is so amazing. You don't want to go. You just want to go. You want to go with him. He told them to go, but he also is telling you if you can catch and you can hear what I'm saying or what you're saying, I can go. I'll be with you. I'll go with you. You don't have to do things alone. You got to believe to, to, to be in a position where you don't feel like you're alone. And this is why we feel alone because we don't believe and we don't know that Christ is with us. He is with us. The way that you feel that and the way that you understand that and the way that you know that is you have to believe that he is risen and that he's alive. When you know and you accept that Jesus is alive, he is absolutely with you. He's not going anywhere. He's not dead. You know, the Bible tells us he's alive. So when you feel like you're alone in those moments, the first thing you should do and be like, wait a minute, Jesus is alive. He's with me right now. I'm alive. I'm not dead. The moment you feel like you can't face a situation, be like, listen, that stone was rolled away as soon as I thought about it. And then he said that he said those who had a hardened heart, he rebuked them for having a hardened heart. Listen, listen to that. It was a stone in the beginning that had been rolled away. The reason why they did not believe because that that's where, um, that's where the hardening of the heart come when you don't believe when your heart is hard, you can't feel you can't sense things. You can't be in a in an atmosphere where you feel like something crazy is going to go on and you leave. That's why we need Jesus. We don't need Jesus solely just to speak in tongues and to shout and clap our hands. I'm all for that because I do that. We need him for everything. <laughs> Literally, you know what I mean? But this really blessed me because I said, wow, getting back to the beginning, these women, they were going to the tomb. They had, but they thought they needed to revive the situation. He had already risen. The thought of how they were going to get it taken care of was already taken care of. And then when they went back and told, you know, what they believed themselves personally and others didn't believe them, that is our sure sign that this is personal and you should never take face value for what others say. Even when you hear the word of God, you should go and buy a Bible or if you already have one, 
open it and lay eyes on it for yourself because what you don't know, it could hurt you and it could hurt your feelings. You'll be walking around wounded and bruised, people accusing things, you know, telling you that, you know, you're still um, in a place and a low place or you're still worthless. No, the only people that feel worthless, according to this chapter in verses, are those who don't believe. That's the only way you can feel condemned. That's the only way you will be condemned if, if is when you don't believe that Jesus is alive. He is with you and he is in total, 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 total awareness of what you're dealing with and what you're facing. So that is all that I have for you on this episode. I'm the type of person that, you know, when I'm done, when I don't have anything left, I don't want to start jumping in with my own opinions. So this was all straight from Mark chapter 16. You could check it out for yourself. I hope this blessed someone because it truly, truly, truly was a great eye opener for me. And again, I read this, I've read this before, but I never seen it the way I seen it today. So remember the purpose of this episode was to truly tell you and to get across to you, you're never alone. You're not alone. Jesus is alive. He took your issues with him. Look up to him, turn to him, let him know what's on your heart and know that he is gone before you and the believe that the situation is already taken care of. I love you all. Thank you to all of my listeners out there. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Inside Triple O. Be blessed.